If you like talking. Women. Ladies. Men. Topic. Conversations. And occasional uninformed politics. Multiple, Multiple talking women is for you. Hit it! host, Lana Brown. And I'm your co-host, Felicity Bramblebush. And And welcome welcome to Multiple Multiple Talking Women. Women. All right. Today in the studio, we have the luminous, effervescent, bright, and incredibly just ebullient Wendy McClendon-Covey. Welcome. Oh. Welcome, Wendy. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. Well, that's my platform. You may not know. I really think that it's important to be moisturized with creams and lotions and oils. And you look like you have that game figured out. Does that, are you saying I'm shiny and need to powder down? No, I'm saying you from you have a like a youthful glow. Oh, thank not you. Not shiny. I wear lots and lots of makeups. <laughs> well, I would never guess. Really? I would guess that you roll out of bed just like this. I ra- I well on the subject of moisturizing. <laughs> Please. I am a big slugging fan. Oh. You know what that uh, is? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, explain. multiple layers. It's multiple layers and then you seal it with aquaphor. <gasps> yeah. I've uh, heard about that. Now, it, is this a, a mor- at morning or night? Oh, this is night. You sleep like this. It's it, called glazed donut, right? It, that is what you look like. Yes. Absolutely. And it ruins your pillowcases and oh. it makes your spouse not want to touch you. Uh, but you are gorgeous in the morning. Oh, there you know, I'm all about oh yeah. This. You know, I go to sleep at night dressed like Carrie Underwood going to the Country Music Awards. Really? I want my husband to pay attention to me. <laughs> Even in his sleep? Is he a at night? At any point. Is he sneaky at night at and like wants point. to get get going? He doesn't care for me at all. And I I'm, see. I'm He's into people who are a little older. That, that's oh. right. Yeah. That's for another time. Another okay. time. But so, Wendy, <laughs> I mean, where to even begin? I want to uh, go back. A, can I begin? Oh, right. I would like to begin at the beginning. <laughs> sure. Okay. Who is McClendon? Who is Covey? Who is Wendy? McClendon is my father. Thank you. Although he was adopted, and his oh, real wow. last name is Harrison. And Ooh. you know this. He knows and this. We know this. But that is my, that's the name I grew up with, and I didn't want to get rid of it. Uh-huh. It's gorgeous. Covey is my husband's name. Thank you. Wendy, who is she? Mm. That's been that's a lifelong journey Let's that I've been sent on, and I'm still trying to still scratching trying the to get there. Hello, Paula. Hi. Great to see you again. Great to see you. I want to say for the listeners, I'm the closest to Wendy. She mm-hmm. smells great. Thank you. Oh, physically or? You also brought, I'm physically got the her closest. to come here because mm-hmm. you have a connection. Yes, I get, as you know, I get all the guests. And I did, uh, Wendy, I think we should say, because it's the most important thing about her, she has a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. And I built one of her catios. Yes, you did. That's how I know her. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you didn't use sealed wood, mm. uh, which is now rotting because of all the rain, but mm. whatever. You uh, did your best. I used what yeah. I had. Yeah, um, it was just you. you I'm left. not a professional at anything I do, but I can do everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you left a very honest Yelp review. I did. Which I think was important. They should have slugged the, she should have slugged the catio. Yes, she wood, should have. She should have in. slugged the wood. That yeah. way the wood would not be rotting. But Paula... Well, I understand you're a work in progress. Well, as I've got we a new job are. as a producer, so I won't be doing that anymore. Well, look at that. Finally, something that can you can really let your charisma out and That's just right. 
Right. Nail it. Yeah. That's right. Now we've really covered some important topics yeah. so, so far. far. <laughs> okay. But so getting back to the Wendy of it all, mm-hmm. there's a beginning, but you're like a powerhouse. How did you, your beginnings? My beginnings of... You grew up in Long Beach. Yeah. Live there still. I won't leave. You went to college there. I went to college there. I've never left... I'm never too far away from my parents. Now, mo- yeah, most people are trying that, to get away, but That's you, nice. you yeah, like staying near them. I liked. I have a weird, a weird thing about not being too far away from them, and yet I don't see them that often. Mm. But They're you could down the street. Yes, mm. yes. I love that. Um, but you know, as everyone's getting older, and especially after the last three years, sure. mm-hmm. it seems like we need to kind of stay in touch and mm-hmm. and be around. In case of emergencies or, you know, mm-hmm. I can't imagine having something go wrong with them and have to jump on a plane and, no. you know, I can't do that. So, yeah, I, I still. And do you, you have a sister that runs a yes. theater company, is that right? I have a sister who, I don't know why she's so ambitious, but she is a family therapist oh. who also owns a theater in Portland that actually makes money. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's it's so crazy. Who That's had the bug first? I did. You did. Yes. Uh-huh. High school or college? When did you have the bug? Or childhood? Since childhood. Ooh. Since childhood. Mm. And then was actively discouraged from doing any of that. And then said, Well, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm. But that took a while. Mm-hmm. So by in my late 20s. Discouraged by your parents. My parents, And yeah. do, is part of the reason why you will always live close to them so you can continuously, continually rub it in their face? Yes. In fact. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. Yes. Uh-huh. You were wrong. Hello. <laughs> that makes sense They to me. were. You, you raised me and you don't even know me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're reminded of it. Yeah, they're reminded of it constantly. constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, well done. Well like, you became a groundling, yes. which from what I hear is really hard to become. It's harder to become a groundling main company member statistically than to get into Harvard. Yes. Um, and that's, yeah, like 1% of people get into Harvard. Yeah. But so then you started creating your own characters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've got the timeline, Paula, because you're the numbers that's person. That's right. Well, you, you, you became a groundling mm-hmm. not long after that. Reno 911 came along, yeah. came a knocking. Yeah, well, but like, can we pause for a second? Because sure. you get the bug, uh-huh. and then you go specifically toward the Groundlings, which, from what I understand, is a comedy theater. Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize you're the funniest person in the room? Uh, I don't know that I ever realized that, but I did say to myself, you know what, I'm just going to do this, and when they kick me out, they kick me out. Okay. I, I have no attachment to going all the way through, but I did go all the wow. way through. But so you in the specifically beginning, wa- went toward comedy. Yes. An I improvisation. An, An improvisation, improvisation. Yes. yes. I um, saw a show at the Groundlings when I was like 23 years old, and I thought, oh, my God, if I could do that, oh. that would be like that would be the most amazing thing in life mm-hmm. is to be able to do what they're doing. So four short years later... I made my friend call and sign me up for classes because I couldn't do it. I made her too do nervous. it for me. Yeah, I was too, too nervous. And she signed up with me, and we would we took, like, the Saturday classes for non-professionals, like for wow. secretaries who, during the week, wish they could do something fun on the weekend. Right. So that's what I did. Is this when you were working at a hotel in Anaheim? Yes. 
What hotel can you say it? The the Anaheim Ramada. Ooh. The third Anaheim Ramada <laughs> that existed in a five-mile radius of <laughs> Disneyland. So we were just far enough away to make it inconvenient to stay there, unless you were a trucker. Oh. What kind of things did you do at the Ramada? I did... Um, I was the secretary for the marketing department. Mm. I say department, but that's one person. Mm. And then I became the corporate sales manager, and I tried to like get business people to stay at our wow. shitty hotel. So yeah. did you have a lot of um, Ramada material at the Groundlings? I had so much material. I wrote a pilot about it mm. about maybe six years ago, mm. and it was taken over by the person that helped me pitch it, and then I didn't get to write any of it, and mm. it, it was not a good experience. These but, things happen no. in Hollywood. We are learning. I yeah, know. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. It's so amazing that sometimes men come in and overtake a woman's vision, even though it's her story. Yeah. And then they get more doors sometimes open for them right. than the woman. Yeah. Not Isn't that wild? It doesn't happen that often. It's getting a little but better. It, does. Yeah, it is getting a little better. But, a little bit yeah. better. Mm -hmm. but so you burst through the door that was Growlings, and that led you to the corridor and new space that was Reno 911, which is improvised to a certain yes. extent. Yes. yes. Very funny show. Thank you. Tell and us it, about that. So that was, I got that around a time when I was ready to just call it quits. I had just gotten oh. into the company, uh -huh. which was a big deal. But I didn't have an agent. I didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. Wasn't being sent out. And I was. I would go to rehearsals and stuff, and everyone would be talking about, oh, did you go in on this? Mm -hmm. Did you go in on this? And I was like, I'm not even getting a chance to do anything. But I made the decision, like, I have this opportunity now. I'm not going to squander it. Mm -hmm. And if I never make any money, that's just going to have to be how it is. But I'm not not doing this. Mm -hmm. Wow. So... I, someone found me, scouted me from a show, brought me in, and I went in with that energy of, fuck this. Mm. Like, I'm probably not going to get it. Mm -hmm. But I did get it. Wow. I think because I didn't care anymore. Mm. I've heard this. And that's an interesting place to get to. But anyway, that happened, and um, and it's like never been off the air. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like that is was the turning point? For your career, or were there any other, were there any other moments from there to where where Wendy is today, mm -hmm. where you were like, "I'm giving it up. This isn't going great." Yes. Okay. Yes. So right after Bridesmaids, mm. my 2011. 2011. That's right. God, look at you knowing things, Paula. Thanks. Well, I'm doing my job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right after that, I. I had to get rid of my manager mm. because um, he was useless. This was maybe a different manager than you're thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yep. I thought it was a woman. Um, that that was also something that okay. had to go bye-bye. You know, sometimes <laughs> you have to say goodbye to your reps. Again, Hollywood can be diabolical and crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know what it takes to be a manager? A business card. That's all it takes. Uh -huh. There's no governing body mm -hmm. of managers. And mm -hmm. Anyone can manage anything. So... I had a manager who actively discouraged me from doing bridesmaids and actively discouraged literally every job that came my way because he didn't think it was good enough and yet was not bringing anything to my table. That almost sounds like an abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Type of yeah. thing. Yeah. So and at what point do you say to yourself, you know what? 
Wendy, don't listen to this schmuck. Well, after the movie came out and it started doing well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm going to give him one chance to turn this around. Mm. And so I emailed him and I said, what's on deck? Who am I meeting with? No one yet, but we're feeling optimistic. Mm. And I said, not good let's not do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's quit mm-hmm. pretending this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. You are impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've gotten me nothing. And I need to work. Mm-hmm. So goodbye to you mm-hmm. and goodbye to my agent that you set me up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, maybe that's it. Maybe this is. And this is after Bridesmaids? This is after Bridesmaids. See, people Ooh. don't realize because they see you up there shining on that screen. You're hilarious. Scene stealer. Scene stealer. And then you're like Hello. trying to figure this stuff out. And yeah. yet you keep persisting. You keep persisting think? and you have to say, well, I'm going to. I'm going to free fall for a little bit. And if I'm meant to do this, then someone will catch me. Wow. And someone did. Two weeks later, I got my manager that I'm still with. And within days, she had two movies lined up for me and an an ad ad campaign. So I was like, oh, see... There are opportunities if someone wants to put in the work. What I find so, so fascinating is that even when, um, what are your parents' names again? Dave and Carolyn. When Dave and Carolyn are like, Wendy, no, this business isn't for you. Mm-hmm. We don't support you in this. You are digging deep and you're saying, mm-hmm. no, Dave, no, Carol. Yeah. I believe in myself and I'm going to go forward with right. this. And then again with your manager. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what? You're not doing it for me. I'm going to dig deep. I believe in myself. Right. And I'm like, where does that come from? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, you know Thank what's you. interesting is that I was raised with in, in a very religious background. Okay. Oh. You might know something yeah, about that. I do. That. Amen. Yeah. And the the thing that um, really vexed me growing up is that we are taught that God is an asshole mm. who doesn't want you to have things. Mm. In some religions. Mm-hmm. Punishing. Yeah. Always punishing. Yeah. Guilt. You're always but trying to prove yourself. You're right. always trying to prove yourself. But I think that God doesn't spend any time thinking about how to punish us. Mm. We do that to ourselves mm-hmm. by not making good decisions and not being, not being true to ourselves. Wow. So my parents were upset with me because they thought they would be judged by their friends for me going off and doing this like a common whore. Right, <laughs> right. Sure. Or that, um, you know. Throughout I, history, actors were looked at literally like, you know, scum like of whores. the earth. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, or that they would not understand that I'm playing fictitious people. Mm-hmm. But I don't think their friends are that <laughs> stupid either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, I had to reframe all of that like, if I wasn't meant to do this, then why do I want to do it so badly? Mm-hmm. I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. I want to do this even if I don't make any money. Mm-hmm. So I must be on to something. Because arguably God is the one who, who, put, it make, who make, put it in you to want right. to do it, right? No. And, and you could God argue doesn't. That. I would say, too, God doesn't want us to be stupid. No, he doesn't. He wants us to be smart. And he wants us to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> He, he wants certain people he to entertain. Show. He wants certain people to perform open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. He right. wants certain people to change tires. We're all good at things. He wants some people to put on wigs. And yes, he does. And he, he paves the way for wigs to come in. He right. If wigs are showing up in your life, you got to answer the call. <laughs> And laughter, making people laugh, you are like an open heart surgeon in a way. Wow. People, For all those yeah. people that come wow. to your show. I think that's fair. I think you could call yourself that. But I have a question. 
Reno 911, I'm backtracking. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, your boobs are going to be prominent as this person. <laughs> did your did you think, oh, my parents are going to hate this? Yes. Yeah. But you said, I agree. It's this part is the, of the character. character. <laughs> it's yeah. part of the character. Yeah, I agree. Because they wanted her to be like a sexy cop. But yeah. I am not sexy. Oh, so I, I have to do things that are like disagree. sexy adjacent. No, right. you're very sexy. And I like that she would not wear clothes that fit her. Right. Because <laughs> her She's stuck in high school. Yeah, the time in her hair. life yeah. when she was the mm -hmm. hottest. The time in her life when she size. got the most compliments, that's where she's staying. Mm -hmm. Okay? Doesn't matter if her gut is like over the pants. If no. she can get the pants zipped up, they are staying on her but body. But I, I, I think like actually so. uh, sexy can be very um, um, empowering. Mm -hmm. And I love when a funny woman, it, you know, Carol Burnett. Mm -hmm. You know Carol Burnett. She had this Heard character called. Mrs. Wiggins. Mrs. Wiggins, yes. <laughs> Who was very sexy. Yeah. And she was, we all know Carol Burnett, and she's funny as the day is long. Mm -hmm. But here she is being this very, very sexy woman, empowered, and making us all do an open heart surgery. You're starting to sound like me. Wendy is doing something to me oh, today. She is. She is. Well, there is something very empowering about a woman who knows she's sexy without anyone telling her. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. and we see them all up and down Ventura Boulevard That's out here, right. don't we? Like, That's true. honey, I don't need you to tell no. me. And again, to paint I the look picture, amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. painting the picture again because I'm sitting right next to her. She says she's not sexy. She's in a gorgeous onesie. Yeah, I don't know one woman on earth that can pull this off. It's shocking. When she walked can. in, I was like, oh, okay, that's what. <laughs> okay, are all right, that's, that's what we're doing like. today. That's what attractive Hollywood people are wearing. I guess. Just on a, but on, it's a, on a Monday morning, no it's less. It's inspiring. Also, her hair color, I don't even, can't even figure it out because it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's a it's strawberry. It's this blonde, but there's a little taste of strawberry that it, makes me feel taste. like I Well, that a... is a mistake. No. Oh. That is a mistake. Beautiful. Oh. Is it? It is. Nice. It is. It's really nice. I believe Nutrice. Oh, I love it. You've been dying champagne your own hair I, I forever. only dom, dye my own hair. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've it's been working. cutting it too, you which is told very me obvious. This is number one salon on Rodale Drive. It's, it's very beautiful. Well, you're That's, you're awfully yes. generous. You with are giving your, us Chastine all day. <laughs> so let's get back on topic, ladies. Okay. Okay. So you go after bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. You get that ad campaign for Hillshire Farms. By the way, delicious meats. Scrumptious. And if they wanted to be an advertiser on the show, I'd be happy to talk about cheeses, their meat. fruits, De fruit, cheese, delicious meat, sausages. Yeah. What's the it. jingle? Is there a Hillshire Farms jingle? No, but I could. We could write one. There used to be one in the eighties when it's Hillshire Eaton's nice. Oh, oh that's nice. God, that's nice. Put that under Eat your pillows for later. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then you Eaton's went on nice. to guest star in twenty thousand things. And I recur. Did. You recurred on um, Rules of Engagement. I did. And then you did a bunch of stuff. Yes. Were there I any did. in that pile of. <laughs> are there any in the pile that. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you refer to acting. Jobs. I, call them, I call them piles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. if any in there that you go, like in that time, not a long time before Goldberg's, only a couple years, mm -hmm. that you were like. That you liked being, you liked working on, or it was a character that was different that you normally do? Well, I liked Rules of Engagement mm -hmm. a lot, and they brought me back a lot, and that is how I got the Goldbergs. Mm. Oh. So um, I was very Was that an ABC that. show? That was a... NBC. 
CBS. CBS, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wait, how, so how, you got the Goldbergs from that. Why? Because there was a writer or there was a person? Um, because or? one of the producers on that show thought I was funny. And uh, when it came time to cast the mother of the Goldbergs, we do look alarmingly similar. Mm. Yeah. So that helped. That helped. God. That and helped. when you, yeah. now the Goldbergs just finished after 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Had you any inkling that it would go on for so long? And be as beloved. And be as beloved. Um, no. No. Ten ten seasons was never thrown around. Seven seasons was. Wow. But in the beginning, it was just, you know, the thrill of doing a pilot at all. Sure. And then... Fingers crossed it gets picked up, and then you get your half season, and then you get your back season, and then you're like, will we come back? I don't know. So every year it was, you know, How who knows? How like to live knowing, like, things are very kind of up in the air, it seems like, in this business? It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. But your attitude seems to have brought you through very well. Well, for a long time, I kept my side hustle. So I think yes. that helped as well. Yes. So I wasn't um, for putting... For many, many listeners, can you explain what your side hustle was? Yes. I um, I took a job at Long Beach State okay. back in 2000. So I think I was just getting... I was in advanced at mm. the time at the Groundlings, which is, wow. for your audience at home, advanced is like a six-month class where you're writing and performing and writing and performing. It leads up to two shows, only two shows. But those two shows can kind of determine your next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no Possibly. pressure. No so pressure. I took a job, a part-time job, um, kind of being an assistant editor at this scholarly social work journal. But not anybody could do that. You're a scholar and you're a good writer. Um, any, actually, anybody could do this, I think. Because it, I think just, some people would be like, I'm not. I'm going to hold on to my job at the Froyo shop. Right. I don't like, think Paula could do it, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> I do one. I, I've done every job and I've, I'm great at it. Mm-hmm. I bet you could do it. It, it. It's just a lot of opening envelopes and looking at, you know, do that. corresponding with authors. And I could do it from wherever I was. So, you know, on I would be on sets and editing my little manuscripts or doing whatever. But it it was a nice um, respite from just this industry. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was something I could do wherever I was. And it it was sort of important, you know, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. these stories out there of people that work really, really hard for the good of humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> social workers. I have mm-hmm. such a thing for social workers. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's and it's a thing where you can use uh, maybe a different part of your brain just right. turn that part of your brain off for me for me i go to a uh, dsw and i just wander the aisles when i need to do something else with my brain and that is also therapeutic okay thank and then you. do you do you come home and you say i bought all these shoes mm-hmm. and i have to take them back i can't sure I can't. of course yeah oh. but then that's another part of your day that that's a part that, of that my gives day. you something to do the right. next it day it gives again. me meaning yeah mm-hmm. returning things takes a long time it does take a long Not time so when, when did you finally let go of that side hustle? When I got the Goldbergs. Mm. And I wow. I was like, well, I don't think I can. You don't have time. I'm, I'm going to be on this set 60 hours a week. I can't keep doing this. And then it also dovetailed nicely with the journal sort of folding mm. on that campus. I think another campus picked it up. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was never like, I don't think we ever had more than 150 subscribers. Mm. <laughs> but 
it was important that the department keep it open. And Mm -hmm. so I did that. But, you know, anyway, it was it was nice because there was money coming in Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to put so much pressure on acting, which I love and Mm -hmm. never want to hate. Ah, Mm -hmm. But I will hate it if Mm -hmm. it's not bringing me money. So Mm -hmm. that's really the just transition real quick. Oh. Have you ever done something, either career or personal life, where you feel like, whoa, that's not like me, like really stepping outside the box, wild? Well, can you give me an example, Lana? Have like you done skydiving? <gasps> oh, I, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Really? I've always wanted so to do that. So you have a little bit of that kind of thing in you. I'm I'm down for like going in a shark cage. And you, oh. had, you also had a boat. Oh, my God. The biggest mistake we've ever <laughs> oh, made. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lots, it's a lot to take care of a boat. It's a lot to take care of a boat. And you had to swab the deck? Every time you take it in salt water, oh. you got to wash it all the time. Like and living then, in Long Beach, I feel like there's a harbor nearby. The, well, at the time like we had our... company kind of thing. At the time we had our boat, um, everything was crowded, uh-huh. and we had to keep switching slips, and oh. that was a pain in the ass. So, again, we made that purchase on the strength of a pilot that I did that I just oh. knew was going to go and it didn't. Oh wow. So mm. it was fun while we had it but then it was like I think the last year we had it I didn't even look at it once. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. It was just sitting in that slip. Just, a, just, just a rem- sitting in that slip just and we're just paying just out money wow. and it was like get out just take it take it take but it. But one thing you have done that you don't dislike or have to clean swab the decks is your art collection. Yes. You have an ugly art collection, is that correct? We do. Is that all how I, you I like to refer to it? I hate to call it ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you Although call it? that is what it is, but um, amateur art. Mm. So maybe someone took a painting class mm. and then said, eh, fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to donate this to the Goodwill. My husband and I, we swoop in and we buy those paintings. Mm-hmm. And we put them in our bathrooms. Mm. And what a collection we have. You, you got to please print a coffee table book with some of this amateur Ooh. art. But then you got to find out who, who everybody is that oh, made that God, art. Maybe you do. That's I, true. I bet you That's get a lot true. of fan art. A Beverly fan um, art. I have gotten some Beverly fan art. Yes. See? Yes. But but I wouldn't display those necessarily. Oh. It's it's the weird cats and horses mm-hmm. that we find, or the strange portraits that show up of God knows who. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have a, and and they're all focused in in one of my bathrooms. Many of them are just focused so that they are toilet level, so that when you turn, <laughs> you're just being stared at. You just make an eye contact. And what an exciting feeling. Oh. That's kind of magical. <laughs> I feel like we live in a little bit of a time of um, amateur photoshopping where people are um, yes. having like arms that are like, <laughs> yeah, like four feet long. That's yeah. artificial intelligence. Yeah, artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a world we live in. But I wanted to ask you a quick Beverly question, if that's all right. Transition. Transition. Sixty hours a week. Uh-huh. Sixty hours a week. Ten seasons. You go home, I wonder, is there any point where you start acting like Beverly in your real life and think, am I, am I me? Am I Wendy or am I Beverly? Um, oh, this is something Beverly. I can't believe I just made this uh, iced wine. This is something Beverly would have. There hmm. were times when I found myself talking to people like, like her, like, Greg, bring the car around. Wow. Bring the yeah. car around. I want to go home. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having fun here. I'm not going to sit here <laughs> for this. There's like, so many women like listening Beverly. being like, well, isn't <laughs> that sounds a lot like me? But, just uh, less filters. Yeah. Yes. Or just uh-huh. like, I, what are you doing for me today? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. You know, this is how I live my life. Well, I just, yeah, I, I just cooked this meal. I don't know what else you want. Hmm, yeah. You know, not hearing any thank yous. But yeah, so that. Um, and do you think that will be a part of Wendy forever? I hope that part can go dormant for okay. a couple more decades. Because <laughs> you're working, you, know? you got something new on the horizon. I do have something mm-hmm. new, but who knows? Who knows? Who it's knows? Like you have in to this live climate, in it, who knows? Is it a so far? There's just a, there's a pilot, or is it a, you're doing a season of something? Uh, we did a pilot, okay. and we wait to see wait if it gets picked up, and you know, is anything going to get picked up in this climate? We don't we know, don't but know. it was fun to do. Yeah. While yeah. you're waiting, what do you do? With yours time? Well, I have some cartoons that I'm on, so Ooh. I do voices for that. And um, I've had some press I've had to do, and and I'm getting ready to go do a movie in Winnipeg. Whoa. So don't get jealous <laughs> um, that I'm producing and starring in. So oh. we're in the middle of, you know... Ironing those things out. Do you? I do a lot of sleeping. I just can't wake up. Why are you so stunningly gorgeous? I cannot wake up. You also enjoy a good bath. I remember that when I was building the catio. I often caught you in the tub. I am in the tub so often. Yeah. And that's something that started (laughs) when I was a kid. Like, Mm -hmm. you go in the bathtub, nobody bothers you. Soothing. Ah. For the most part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I wake up in the morning, I eat my breakfast, I take a nice long bath. Mm. I get up, I putter around for a few hours, do what I got to do, wind down with a nice long bath. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the bath a you lot. Must be and putting... on days when I don't work, that I could take three baths. Yeah. You need it, though. You putting some oils in there? What yeah. are you putting in there for your take skin? I, I do an Epsom salt nice. and a baking soda, oh. sometimes a bentonite clay, oh. pull out all the ickies. Sure. If sure. that's even what it does. I don't know. Just throw stuff Just in seems there. like something needs yeah. to happen. Well, we are already at the time we got to start wrapping it up, but you wanted to um, have her play that game. I, I mean, you know, it's it's a, it, we're going to ask if you want to do it. Of course. <laughs> I want to do whatever yeah. you guys so want me to do. So it's called Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. And so this is where your improv skills are going to okay. have to come out because you're going to tell us three things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Two of them are true. Mm-hmm. One of them is a lie. But we're going to have to guess because you're such a good actress that we might not know. And okay. I had a thought. If whoever gets it right, you give them 20 bucks. How do you feel about that? That seems fair. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about asking our guests for that money. Seems but well, fair. I don't know how I'm getting lunch. So okay. anyways. I would be happy to do that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. Shire so Farms. <laughs> three, three, okay, things. Three, three things. I... Had I was doing my makeup mm-hmm. in my home dressing room, mm-hmm. a little baby coyote ran past my window. <gasps> okay, scared the shit out of me. Yeah, wow. Did that happen or did it not? That's number one. I don't know. That's one. It's very specific. <sighs> number two, I was cut out of Magic Mike. Number three, I <laughs> was on a whale watching expedition. Mm-hmm. And there were dolphins all around. And being 
the way that I am. I reached out to pet one and mostly went overboard. <gasps> this was a pontoon boat. Your body went mostly so overboard. So mostly, yeah, I was soaking wet. Someone had to grab But you. someone grabbed oh, me. Did you did touch not. that dolphin? Of course. Okay, these are all could happen. Very, I mean, the getting cut out is hard because why, you know, were they'd you, have to be an idiot to cut her out of the movie. That's exactly why I'm feeling. I can't even Were you a stripper? Possibly true. Or Magic Mike? Well, I, well, we'll never know. I think we, we might never, never know. know. Yeah, leading the maybe, she was, there. maybe she was cut out. You know, there's coyotes are proliferating around this Los Angeles County, so that's yeah. true. Be very But chill. I also, mm-hmm. wa- wa- they're mildly cat-like. You have no fear of cats, obviously, so... Would she fear a coyote? She never said she scared, was scared of it. She, she did. Said she, she said she was scared, scared. I have a guess. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I have a guess. I think three is the fake one. And here's why. The dolphin thing. Because I think she would have been smart enough to rope herself in or hold herself into the boat knowing she was going to try to lean. You seem like the kind of person who'd come prepared for, for no, leaning and petting animals in the ocean. I think that's you, ocean. Paula. I think. Well. She's not someone Paula who... Paula carries rope on her. I, I carry, I always that have rope. does not surprise me, that always she carries rope. ropes and then those buckle thingies. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. yeah. Fasteners. At all times. Fasteners. Carab- carabiners. 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 Carabiners, boat slips, and hillshire farms mm-hmm. make for a great picnic. Well, listen, if there's an earthquake, I'm going to be able to get out the window and you're all going to be stuck. Oh, That's true. Okay. So. okay. I think um, the coyote is the lie because... I just do. Okay. okay. I think that the magic, uh, being cut out of Magic <gasps> Mike is a lie. Everyone has a different thing. Hmm. All right. Bu- I can't bear to accept that. Okay, I'm going to drum roll. Do, 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 Oh, I guess that's better. Someone's going to have lunch on me. <gasps> Who? I oh! won. See? This yeah. is why I asked for 20 bucks, because I mm-hmm. knew I'd get it. Mm-hmm. I just knew it in my soul. You're okay. good, because I really believed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... Sure, it's appropriate to ask her guest for. Well, no. Too late. No. She, she already won. and she said she it out won. loud, and everybody yeah. heard her. So everybody heard it. Yep, I don't. It. Well, you know, don't there's back. still so many depths to plumb with you. <laughs> there really are. Yeah, there's so many but boats we, we want to get in slips right. in your brain with you. So hopefully <laughs> next time we can have you again because yeah, it's been be a joy. So but, but let's but leave with leave us with one thing. If you had any advice mm-hmm. for any uh, any human, whether mm-hmm. it's about acting or just living life. What would what would your piece of advice be? Um, you know, life is long, mm. but it goes by fast. Mm. So clean house and whatever's not working, ask yourself, like, do I want to, is this how I want this to be for 10 years? Am I, like, don't, don't use your age as an excuse to not do something. Mm. Mm. Oh, I love it. And so do I. There's a reason that you daydream about what you daydream about. Mm. Cons- you know, uh, considering that you're not daydreaming about, you know, doing crystal meth or, <laughs> you know. But if, if you're drawn towards something, follow your curiosity. There's worst thing that's going to happen is you don't get that thing, but you don't have it anyway. So you're not worse off. Mm-hmm. Like. Bet on yourself. Always, mm. always, always. Wow. This is, oh. I have to say, genuinely very inspiring. It's very oh, inspiring. Good. You've cracked right. Thank you. open in yeah. yeah. No, for I'm real. I'm so happy. For real. I'm so happy. Really? You think about that when no. you're shoe shopping. I yeah. will. You think about these things yeah. and say, you know what? Maybe I meant for more than shoe shopping. I could be behind the counter. Why am I shoe shopping me? instead of 
doing the thing that I've always yeah. wanted to do, mm-hmm. which is this, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Wendy McClendon. Copy. Multiple Talking Women is hosted by Lauren Burns, Ariane Price, and Lisa Shurga, and produced by Carafano and Amelia Misco at Stampede Ventures for the Stampede Podcast Network. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs>